Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Knowing Spirit. I am your host, Andrew Paul. And as usual, we're going to continue our entrepreneurship series where we talk to entrepreneurs, people who are doing amazing work in the community and who decided to do their own thing and start their own business. And so I'm here today with Evie Washington, and she has a clothing company, and it's called Evie's Adaptive Clothing. And so essentially what the business is about, the clothing is made to help people who have like disabilities and- Disabilities, physical limitations, uh, strokes, had surgery, all that. I realized how important that was. Um, my dad had health issues um, and he passed away this year actually. And just being able to put clothes on when you have an inability to move certain parts of your body, it's so important. So what made you come up with the idea? Like what inspired you to come up with this? For years I had done in official, I guess, adaptive clothing because in my family there were members who had strokes and ended up being partially paralyzed on one side or something of that nature, had heart problems. And you had to make clothing where they could get into them. Yes. It wouldn't be so difficult. And um and then when I started my own assisted living home for the elderly, I ended up getting residents who were totally paralyzed from down and weren't able to do anything for themselves. And then there were some people who had other medical illness that uh, caused them to need adaptive clothing. And um, like you were saying about your father, I guess back in 1999, my father was suffering from um, lung cancer and had lost tremendous weight. Probably didn't weigh any more than if 100 pounds at that. But trying to lift him, to dress him, or to take care of uh, personal hygiene, I ended up throwing my back out and I probably stand. And uh, it became very apparent that I needed to make clothing where he could be dressed without having to lift. So my clothing, my a lot of my adaptive clothing are the type that when you cleaning the person, bathing them, getting them ready for the day, uh, just like you roll the sheets and everything up underneath that person, you can open the adaptive clothing up, roll it underneath them the same and then dress them the same as you would pull the sheets from the other side. That way you don't roll the person off the bed, which yes. <laughs> is critical because then you cause more problems. You don't hurt yourself in trying to lift the person. Yes. And it uh, make it a win-win for each person. Wow. And so when you were coming up with some of these designs, how, how was that? because it seems like the clothing nowadays everything's one way okay you have to pull something over your head or you have to do this so how did you come up with your designs well working with children when I was in college I'd done an internship 
at a hospital for children with uh, disabilities. And many of them had many deformities. They couldn't walk or their different parts of the body was uh, formed in a, in a way that you couldn't uh, stretch out or move. I thought, well, how nice it would be to be able to make it comfortable for you know them to get dressed. Then you just wrestling, as you said, try to pull it over the head or try to get it on their arms and pull it down because the arms did not move, you know. And I worked and I practiced. I don't think I would ever show anybody my first attempt. <laughs> it was just terrible looking, you know. It was like cut and paste, stitch and sew, and cut and paste, stitch and sew. I had the idea, but I'm not a great seamstress, so it did not look professional at all. But fortunately, I found a company up in um, Pennsylvania, um, Pattern Designs Unlimited, and those ladies were very, very nice. And I know they was right ready to laugh themselves and fall out of their chairs this time. <laughs> but they, they held it together. Yeah. And by... <laughs> About a year, we worked together, and put, I had done about eight different pieces. I've done, at that time, I'd done a gown, pajama set, briefs, uh, T-shirts, tank tees, a slip, and robe. Nice. And uh, I think there was one other outfit that I had. But... Um, and they worked for me to make them look professional and ready to go to the store. Absolutely. I mean, you would have just, you had looked at what I gave them and what they gave me back. <laughs> you would have thought that, who made this? <laughs> you know, and I was actually going to say, you know. And I have to say that you and your brother <laughs> helped me to get started because I came over to your house one. Yes. And begged and pleaded if you all helped draw uh, the clothing for me and how they would look on a person. And so you all were my very first. Very first. You helped <laughs> help launch me. <laughs> and I was <laughs> my stuff did not look as good as what you all did. <laughs> no, and, and I love that idea of when you're an entrepreneur, kind of bringing other people in. And I was going to ask you about that type of experience. You know, how often with your business have you brought in additional help, people to help you with things that um, you might need, for example, needed some design help or something like that? Like, how often have you done that with your business? Because I do it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had used uh, um, nurses. As I say, majority of it was done after I got my assistant living home. Yeah. And so I had nurses and doctors uh, and lab technicians and everyone coming in, taking care of my uh, clients. And they, I would ask them for their input yeah. and how they thought it should be used. And they, they gave me a lot of different ideas on how to use it. My biggest problem has been able to um, market it. Yes. Takes a lot of time to do the marketing. It 
takes a lot of money to do the marketing and it's just difficult to get it to the market and for people who really need it to uh, see the importance of having this type of adaptive clothing for their loved ones. Absolutely. And it's and cared for people who are sick. It's so important. Um, and, I, and I'm sure people who will be listening to this will understand that as well. Um, but you had a whole career before this. Can you tell us about how you decided to do the entrepreneurship thing and leaving what you were doing before? Like, how did that start? The idea of taking care of the, the sick and um, making uh, clothing and stuff that would be easy for them to get out. It wasn't far from my mind. It's just that sometimes you, your main thoughts or your main ideas take a detour and you have to go one direction. Then you, at some point, you're at a position that you can turn around and come back. I guess that's the best way of saying it. And sometimes you usually hear people say that you are ahead of your time. And I think that was more of mine back in the um, 70s when I wanted to do that. I was way ahead of my time. Yes. I um, had a, enrolled in college to be, you know, a pre-med person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I always worked around people mm-hmm. that in, besides my family members that need help. I think one of my most fun and exciting uh, assignments and internship was working in a psychiatric unit and getting chased around the building a lot of times with people spraced <laughs> <laughs> up all over me. <laughs> Exciting indeed, yes. <laughs> so, um, but that's how I got back. I, I did work in a lot of different jobs and uh, I um, worked in the uh, federal government. I, I taught school in some of the school systems part-time for a little while. And um, then I became a flight instructor and taught flying for a while. And, uh, and then I decided that I just wanted to leave and start opening up uh, adult daycare. Wow. From government. And they, the government was doing a buyout. I wasn't old enough to leave, but they was doing a buyout. And I figured, well, I need to take this. If I'm ever going to do what I want to do, I need to step out on faith and do it. Yes. I, people kept saying, you're not going to give up that good government job without... <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, I, you know, I have faith that I'm not going to starve to death. You know, the people out there are not working at all and they're and they still alive and, you know, they're not starving. So I'm sure I find something that this doesn't work out. So you have to have the faith that's a start to do what you want to do and be there. It, it's not an overnight success. Um, and many, many times you have to start and stop many businesses before you get to the right one, the right business. 
So in uh, anyone who tells you that they woke up one morning with a dream and it was an overnight success, something is wrong. <laughs> so uh, don't believe it because it, it really does not work that way unless you just step into something that your parents, uh, someone who really loved you, had set up and got started and was successful and just gave it to you. Yeah. But if you got it on your own, it did not. It's hard. It's very it's hard. hard work. But you have to have that dedication and that passion. Yeah. You know, and you have to be willing to do other jobs to supplement the income sometimes until you get to where you want to go. So that's how I, I you know, I just worked around. I didn't forget that I wanted to do this. It's just that it was easier to do some other things because I had family members and others to try to take care of at that time. Absolutely. And I was, it was, I loved what you said about putting something aside for right now and then coming back. Because uh -huh. I think people forget to do that. They're like, oh, you know, if I don't, if, if I stop it now, I can't come back. You can always come back. And um, as long as you have that dream and you step out on faith, you can do it. So what was, yeah. What was an inspirational moment for you in your business that kind of gave you the assurance, like, yeah, this is exactly what I need to be doing? Was there a person that, who talked to you or um, someone you helped or your clothing helped that was like, yep, this is what I need to be doing? Is there a moment like that? I think, well, like I said, I always wanted to work with people and, and I always were kind of like, in the medical arena. Um, and when I did not have a job, I'd done volunteer work at hospitals. Wow. So it always that was something I was trying to look for something that would make life easier for the person who had a disability or were sick. And then like I said, my family had you know, gone through a lot of different illness, you no know, strokes and cancer and you know, multiple sclerosis and you know, paralysis. And just for my family, there were things you wanted to make easier for them. Yeah. And then, uh, and, and then as I worked in these hospitals and done volunteer work, you saw other needs that could need to be met. My thing was I just didn't have the money, as I said earlier, to do the marketing and the advertising to put my products before the public yeah um that will get them to sell like um some people do some people have money to do exactly. or know any um influencers what they call influencers yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's, that'll say a, a, a nice word about my clothing or something and everybody would jump on board for them. You know, I'm still looking for that. As a matter of fact, I was talking to a, a person this afternoon before I was on another meeting left before coming, you no, know, getting on this one with you. And I was telling him, I said, my biggest thing now, I just need to have someone that can put my clothes out there market it, you know, somebody like a Beyonce or somebody. You know, you know, so, but you know, that's how I, uh, um, 
what was it? Uh, uh, was it uh, the lady that had the hair, hair or Carol? Carol? Carol's yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, some of the movie stars, someone had were introduced to um, the product and then they told some other movie stars about it and it took off from there. And there's so many in the kitchen, you know. Yeah. Now look at them. Exactly. There's so many stories like that. It it can definitely happen. Um, So for anyone who's listening, do you, where could someone contact you? They wanted to get in contact with you and your business just shout it out. I'll be happy for anyone <laughs> who wants to buy every adaptive clothing. And I not only um, do adaptive clothing, I do all different types of medical supplies. Oh. And these medical supplies are for people with uh, wound cares, with um, paralysis, people who need clothes for ostomy bags, um, you know, catheters, blood pressure monitors, gloves, wipes, uh, diapers. Wow. You name it, I sell it as in medical supplies. As a matter of fact, I merged every adaptive company with all in, with a capital N and apostrophe, one medical supplies and treasures. Okay. Uh, I merged them together, but on my clothing, it says Evie's Adaptive. Yes. Clothing. So from the company, first company's name. But they can call me at 202-388-3300. Wonderful. And we're going to have... your information the body of this broadcast so people will be able to find you and get in contact with you and i hope people do yes and um my email is info at all in and it's a nancy one digit one medica.com and we are located at three eight one one Minnesota Avenue, Northeast, Washington, D.C. Awesome. Fellow Washington. Bus stop right in front of the door. You don't even have to worry about driving. Just hop on the metro rail, then get on the bus and be right there. Right there. So before we sign off, is there one, if there's one bit of business advice and life advice that you give anyone who's listening, what would it be? I would say to be true to yourself and to be honest because it's no need to try to be convinced or try to prove to people that you're more than you are or that you're more successful. People are going to find out we're living in a world today that everything is transparent whether you make it that way or not people are going to find out so just be true to yourself people be willing to offer advice and all if you are true to yourself and honest 
and many times some of the advice could be used but sometimes it may not be something that you can use but at least you know that there's someone out there at least encouraged you to go forward well thank you miss washington and we i hope people will reach out to you because what you're doing is awesome and it's needed so well thank you for having me on i really appreciate it and um and i want to congratulate you on, on what you're doing this this is wonderful it's really needed Thank, Thank you. We're going to have your own podcast soon, too. Watch out for that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> you have a good night. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>